Welcome back to the Be Free Show, where you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Hi, I'm Loretta Rajka, your host, and uh, I hope you've joined me in the first part. If not, you know what? God can still speak to you in the second part, and I have a real treat for you. I have Linda Sue Harper, uh, my friend. I've, she's been my friend for a long time, and uh, she has written an amazing book called In the Round Pen. And I know all you horse people will really speak to you because you know her, you know what she's talking about. But I'll tell you what, if you've never had a horse, you've never ridden a horse, this will speak to you because I believe God really anointed uh, Linda to hear from him to, to write this book. And so I'm just, I love it. I love it. So Linda, we were talking earlier about your horse, Lady Jane Grey, and how that you had trained this amazing, beautiful animal to bow at that 77.7 foot cross at the Coming King Foundation uh, at our Glow Conference one year. We were, it's all outdoors. We're all sitting out there. We're worshiping, praising God. And, and you lead this gorgeous, magnificent horse. You had her all decked out. You were all decked out in your cowgirl stuff and, and brought this horse around. And that horse bowed, crossed its legs, its front legs, and bowed over in front of the cross in honor of our God mm-hmm. and glory. And it was a beautiful picture of humility and bowing and worship and how great our God mm-hmm. is and majesty. And so, but Linda, in yes. reading your book, <laughs> I see that uh, you had some work to do to get that yes. horse yes. to that point. So talk about that. Okay. Tell us about that horse and what you went through. Okay. Well, um, we had uh, purchased a horse earlier in the year 2008, and I'd been riding the horse by myself. But then we had a friend who was riding by himself out on his ranch. His horse stumbled through him. He ended up with a concussion and a broken arm. And so that concerned my husband, Don, mm-hmm. about my riding by myself. So we decided to buy a second horse. And so the one that we purchased was this solid white Appaloosa mare. Mm -hmm. So beautiful. And we named her Lady Jane Grey. Uh, Don would ride Lady and I would ride Duke. And so we would always be riding together. Well, when she came to the ranch, during that first six months that she lived at Agape Ranch, every time she passed me, she tried to bite me or kick me as she's coming into the barn to eat. Mm-mm-mm. And I basically learned to stay out of her way. I didn't know much about horses at that point. In fact, I became afraid to go into her stall with her for fear she would turn on me. But then one day after I'd fed the horses, I lingered at the barn. And I watched Lady go to the hay rack and stand there with a look on her face that broke my heart. And after a few moments, she reached down and she half-heartedly took a bite of hay. And it suddenly dawned on me that this horse thought nobody loved her. Mm. She was in a new place with a new owner, but nobody loved her. And so I realized that it was my fear that kept me from initiating the touches that would communicate volumes to her, transforming her from a negative mindset into a willing mindset. Mm -hmm. So I resolved (laughs) to reach out to this horse even if it meant making myself vulnerable in the process. I began to make a point of touching her and talking to her, speaking words of encouragement to her. 
And you might think, dumb animals, words of encouragement, they are a creation of God. Mm -hmm. And they respond to encouragement as well. We know Jesus demonstrated this very principle. He touched people. And when he touched them, it healed them. It changed them. Because our God is a God of comfort and he sees our hurts and he knows our sorrows and he longs to cradle us in his arms as a mother cradles her child while he assures us that he will never leave us nor forsake us. His voice speaks to the hunger for acceptance that is in each one of us and his touch restores us to the fullness of life. And so in my chapter, I write, is there anyone in your life that needs to receive the touch that communicates volumes to be reminded that Jesus touched and his touch brought healing deliverance and a fresh understanding of who he is and who he has designed each one of us to be. And Jesus touched those who were untouchable during the, in according to the culture of his day, the sinners, the lepers, the outcasts, the women, the children, and his touch communicated their value mm -hmm. and worth in God's eyes. Mm -hmm. Our touch has the ability to elevate a hurting heart as we allow the Holy Spirit to work through us. Our touch can change the circumstances for one of those our culture calls outcasts. Mm -hmm. Our touch can change the atmosphere in a family, a neighborhood, a town, a state, a nation, and the world. And that may require each one of us choosing to overcome our own personal fear of being misunderstood or rejected. We need to step up, step mm -hmm. out, and change the world with the love of God that flows through our touch. Mm -hmm. It took some time for Lady to respond to my touch. Mm -hmm. But the day came when she accepted me as her caregiver. Through that experience, I learned a valuable lesson about discernment. Too often, we're going through life with such a focused mindset that we're not open to the subtle opportunities God's prepared for us. We need to have the eyes of our heart enlightened by the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we see what he wants us to see in his creation. Everything in creation was created for his purpose and for our good. We need to keep our eyes wide open with the expectation of seeing his glory revealed in even the tiniest details. Because I overcame my fear, Lady discovered that she was loved. Mm -hmm. And during the eight years she lived in our barn, we rode many trails together and shared many positive adventures and she became the best horse we've ever owned. Mm. That is so powerful, Linda, and something that you were talking about. So going back then, Linda, to the negative mindset. Yes. You, God gave you discernment to see that. Yes. Because you both had a negative mindset. Yes. Yours was one of fear. Yes. Of being hurt. Mm -hmm. And so you backed off. Mm -hmm. And just in my mind... I can see how 
ourselves. We do the same thing. Yes. We back off from people. Yes. Much less God. Yes. Because we don't want to be hurt. We don't know what's going to happen, what somebody's mm-hmm. going to do to us. So I, I see like a parallel thing mm-hmm. of God was working on a negative mindset in Lady. Yes. And in Linda. Yes. You know, to get that fear out. Because if you never change the negative mindset, never change the behavior, right? That's right. And so... You know, to have that mind renewed for us humans, it's by the word. Yes. We're transformed by the word. But, um, you know, you put in your chapter and the chapter 10, the power of love, as you're mm-hmm. talking about that's yes. this, this story, this particular story. And you use the scripture, Second Timothy 1, 7. Yes. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Because fear is powerful. Yes, it is. Fear is <laughs> quick. Short, funny story. I mean, I've ridden very few horses, but I've ridden a couple of camels, too. (laughs) So in Egypt, one time when I was a teenager, (laughs) I'm riding this huge camel. And it is way up there. I mean, they have to get on their belly and you have to get on. And then they what they do is they start raising up back. You know, it's like you're going up backwards and forwards until they get fully on their feet. Mm -hmm. And uh, that horse, I mean, excuse me, that camel took off with me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it took off. It was running like the wind. The Egyptian guy, that he's tr- he's chasing after us, and and I, I'm screaming, Daddy, <laughs> come, Daddy. <laughs> They're all trying to chase down this camel. We're going. People are watching, you know, all the tourists and all this stuff. I am just gone. And uh, from a girl that's not around animals very much, I mean, I was petrified. And that thing had huge, long teeth. Mm-hmm. And it it would try to turn around, you know, it was trying to bite me and mm-hmm. trying to, yeah, I don't know what that thing was trying to do, but I decided that ended my career as a camel jockey. <laughs> Never again will I get on a camel. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I have a negative mindset about yes. camel riding. <laughs> and actually, I think that's wisdom. <laughs> I think so, too. I don't want to get back on a camel. But, Linda, what you're sharing is that negative mindset you had about that beautiful horse had to be changed because you said you were talking. It was so powerful. You were talking about that horse felt unloved. Mm-hmm. Uh, something must have happened to the horse. Mm-hmm. Don't you think something yes. happened that yes. made her fearful of touch? Yes. And would kind of back off from you. Mm-hmm. And you sensed that. God gave you this. You know, God will give you discernment. If you just stop and wait. <laughs> yeah. So you ask him and what happened? So how, how did he just revealed it? And Well, I was just standing there watching her. And that, that look was so, it communicated so much. Mm. And it had never occurred to me that a horse might have a memory of things and when you when you change a horse from where they used to live to a new place to live it's just like us you go through a period of being kind of off your feet not really sure what you're doing and there's a lot of fear in you and it translates through our body language and that was the thing that God was using he was using her body language to show me that she was a very unhappy horse mm-hmm. and that I had the opportunity mm, to change it. that. The opportunity. Yes. Oh, wow. That is so... So th- to me, this relates as well to raising our children. Yes. You know, they go through stuff and we don't even know. We don't, you know, at school or yes. different, different people they're around. 
and to learn to recognize their body language yes. or your spouse yes, or just a friend, whomever. I, I, I've had times where I've been in a grocery store or something and God said, go talk to that person. Mm-hmm. They're so depressed. And, mm-hmm. and it's just amazing. Sometimes you can just walk in the and just pat them. You know, Hi, yeah. how are you today? You know, what a difference it makes. But you literally begin to train your horse in a completely different way from that revelation that you had. Yes. I just, I think that's so amazing. Well, before we could move forward in our relationship, she had to trust me. Come on, that's good. And as long as she was dealing with the stuff in her past and wasn't sure about me, I couldn't bring her forward. I couldn't move her her. forward. And I wasn't sure about her. And certainly I didn't want to get hurt. Right. So I had to allow the Lord to show me the place where the horse needed that touch. Mm, And the same is true with people around us. Uh, If we will let him, he will show us the place where that person needs that gentle touch, that word of encouragement. And that is so powerful. It unlocks, it uh, delivers from bondage, it sets people free so that they can rise up and become all that they were designed to be. I'd never thought about an animal having a destiny before. Mm -hmm. But from the point of my initial uh, experiences with Lady to the place where she bowed at the cross, Mm -hmm. I realized that God brought her into my life by the way, the very same year I became a leader in a glow. Really? Yes. That's awesome. That it was a it was like there was this parallel destiny. He was working out in her and in me mm-hmm. to bring us to the place where we would trust each other enough hmm. to be in front of three hundred strangers in a place that was very unfamiliar and to walk so regally and to respond to the cue to bow. Without wow. having a, a, a fearful breakdown. What a process. Yes, but that was God. Oh, I love it. And you know what occurs to me as well, as you're telling this, is that you had to come to the place that you realized you had the power yes. to do something about that. Yes. You had the power to change that horse's um, thinking mm-hmm. that and behavior mm-hmm. and conduct, that you had the power of God on the inside of you, the Holy Spirit, to help you mm-hmm. to help that horse. Yes. Just like we have the power to help other people. First of all, God will do it in us, yes. you know, or right alongside the other person. Sometimes I, I will tell you, some of my, I think the most fruitful ministry has been while I was hurting myself and God was healing me or doing a work in me at the same time, I'm ministering to somebody maybe in the same situation or a different situation. So we, we shouldn't count ourselves out that God, you know, don't look at your circumstances or your lack of training in the natural and say, I can't help someone or I can't do that. I can't train a horse. I can't write a book with the power of the Holy spirit. You can do it. But it's just amazing to me, the revelation the Lord gave you about you, that mm-hmm. you could do something about this. Yes. And now, Linda, you do this. You bring it out so beautifully at our GLOW meetings. Oh, thank you. You know, in our GLOW newsletters mm-hmm. um, that it helps people to see from a higher perspective, mm-hmm. uh, a higher way of thinking, mm-hmm. of dealing and speaking and your behavior and conduct to realize, you know what, even if you are caught in a horrible trap of drugs and alcohol or sexual sin, whatever it may be, whatever it may be, 
God can change you from being just like that horse was biting and, and hurt mm-hmm. and fearful mm-hmm. and coming out in anger mm-hmm. and violence. Well, there was an underlying issue there mm-hmm. that you couldn't back up from and be afraid of because God's not given you a spirit of fear, but power, love and sound mind. That's but true. you had to go in to the unknown mm-hmm. and, and to the to that fearful place and say, God, use me. Mm-hmm. Use me. Here I am. Here I am. Send me. And, and Linda, you, I just want to just say thank you and I appreciate the fact that you wrote this book. Uh, and again, we're talking about the book In the Round Pen by Linda Harper, In the Round Pen. And uh, I encourage you to get that. It's at, you can get it at agape.ranch.harper at gmail.com. Agape.ranch.harper at gmail.com. And if, you, if you're driving and you, you can't write that down, you contact, contact my ministry. Lueda.org, and I'll make sure that you get that. And it's also, uh, Dawn has put it on the Facebook page so that you can, our Lueda Roshki Ministries on this uh, live video, so you can get that. But I'm just, I'm just amazed at how God has taken you on this journey mm-hmm. and with a horse and then a horse is mm-hmm. because there's, this is not the only story in there, but we're just That's kind of correct. focusing. There's several different lessons and different horses, but took you on this journey so that you can then turn around and take people that you have influence mm-hmm. uh, with mm-hmm. into that same journey. Talk about that a minute. How, how important is it for us to then take the, go outside the four walls and to make ourselves open and vulnerable because somebody may be needing that very thing. That's right. Well, we have to remember, go back to Jesus' instruction to his disciples. He said, go into all the world to begin first with Jerusalem. Well, Jerusalem is the same thing as maybe our immediate family. And then into Judea, beyond our immediate family. And then into Samaria, and finally into all the outermost parts of the earth. The church represents that immediate family. Mm-hmm. If we don't get outside the four walls of the church, we're just going to be edifying, encouraging one another. That's good. But Come the on. giftings that God has given us are not used to help other people outside those four walls. And there are so many more people today than back when I was growing up. We were talking about this just the other day in our Bible study that we grew up in a time when the normal natural order of events is on Sunday morning, we went to Sunday school, we went to church, Sunday night we went to church, Wednesday night we went to church, to today when people don't think they need to go to mm-hmm. Sunday school or they don't think they need to go to church. Mm-hmm. Well, that happened because the church got so focused on taking care of what was going on inside that they forgot there's a world outside mm-hmm. that needs to be touched, that needs to be reached. And one of the reasons I believe God gave me the instruction to write this book, because it never in my wildest imagination ever occurred to me, was because there are people who have never heard the gospel because they've never been in a church. One of the comments a lady who wrote the book gave to me was, Linda, this is the most orderly, well-thought-out presentation of the simple gospel I have ever read. Mm -hmm. And so I realized God intended for this book to reach people that have never been in Mm -hmm. church. 
And then there are those people that accepted Jesus as their Savior, and they did nothing beyond that because they thought that's all they needed to do. Mm -hmm. They didn't understand the importance of the discipline of growing day by day, faith by faith, glory by glory, Mm -hmm. until they're spiritually mature and complete. And then there are those people that loved the Lord and served him wholeheartedly. And then some terrible trauma was experienced in their lives and they got angry at God and they pulled away from him. We read about that in the prodigal son. Mm -hmm. And I realized that the Lord had me write this book because he wants to reach those that haven't been reached. He wants to reach those who haven't been taught. And he wants to reach those who are struggling in their pain, Mm -hmm. the prodigal. And so when my daughter asked me, Mom, who's your target audience? I said, unsaved, barely saved, and hurt people. Mm -hmm. That's good. And God uses this gentle, sensitive animal to help me communicate Mm -hmm. that love that he has for each one of them and his desire that they would know how they're known in heaven that they would know who he is and who he wants to be for them every single moment of every single day. That is so good. And and one of the ways that Linda lays out this book, uh, like I said, the cha- the chapters are short. They are simple but profound. They're, it's an easy read, but it's it's got a lot of revelation in it. But at the end of each chapter, you have some questions. So yes. it's, it's almost like a devotion as yes. well. You know what I mean? You have some questions. Yes. And at the end of this particular chapter about uh, your sweet horse lady, you ask, what fears are keeping you from your destiny? That's a good question. Mm-hmm. You got to confront those fears. And remember, God isn't giving you a spirit of fear. Mm-hmm. And then you ask, how will you partner with God to overcome them? What does God want to want you to see in your present circumstances? I love that. Mm-hmm. There's something God wants to show you. There's always something God wants to show you. Yes. And the difficult circumstances have the most incredible revelations embedded in them. That's true. Mm -hmm. For real. Yes. (laughs) And then you ask, what choices do you need to make to receive his upgrade? So there's an upgrade for our thinking, right? That's right. uh, Lady had to have an upgrade in her thinking. Yes. And then I love this last one. Who has God desired to change through your touch? And that's why we have this program. And I can't believe our hour's gone. We want to touch people. You want to touch people through this book mm-hmm. and through a glow. And, and so there is something about not only physical touch, but touching someone with your words. with And the your right prayers. And prayers, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, the words that bring healing, the words that bring deliverance, the, the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you got to, Know the truth. Well, every time you have to know the truth, yes. you get free, but you have to speak the truth. Look, there is a problem here. That's right. But God wants to set you free and heal you. And with the love of God, God can use us, the body of Christ, to minister his touch to them and to see their thinking transformed, their lives transformed, yes. their behavior, their words begin to change. And I, we're all still in that process. Yes. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. He hasn't given up on us. <laughs> we're still in that process. And uh, I, I need an upgrade every day. I need a, a, a fresh, higher revelation every day. But thank God he's doing it. And so for the last few seconds we have left, left I just want to ask you, if you've never accepted the Lord Jesus as your Savior, it's so simple and it's wonderful. You just say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. 
I ask you to cleanse me, to forgive me of my sins, to change the way I think, to be the Lord of my life, be in control, take over. I give you all my past. I give you my today and I give you all my tomorrows. I turn my heart and my mind towards you. I turned you with everything I've got. And I believe that you're my savior in Jesus name. Amen. Now, if you did that, you've accepted the Lord in your life, then you're his child. You are his new creation in Christ. And I invite you, if you want to, to call our number, our toll-free prayer line, 866-241-0579, 866-241-0579. We, need, we want to send you some scriptures out. We want to pray with you. The Bible says you overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony. So we'll send you some scriptures and some things to help you out uh, free. And uh, we just want to be a blessing to you. I want to invite you once again to go to our website at lueda.org and uh, connect with us on uh, Facebook, Lueda Roshki Ministries, LinkedIn, Instagram, all that. You can find it at our website and you can find lots of free resources of me teaching the word and uh, radio broadcasts and those type things. And also you can find out where to watch our TV program, the Be Free TV program on the Impact Christian Network. So we love you guys. We appreciate you. Don't forget, you need to get this book in the round pen with Linda Harper at agape.ranch.harper at gmail.com and we also have it listed on our Facebook page. Listen, you guys are a blessing and we will see you next week.